Hey girlfriend, welcome to the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. This is your host, Chelsea Caller. We will be talking all things health, fitness, life, and relationships. This podcast is for the woman wanting to find her happiest, healthiest, and most confident self without flipping her life upside down or sacrificing the things she loves most in order to do it. I am so excited to have you here. Now, lady, let's get to it. Hello, beautiful, and welcome to the best of the best series of the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Caller, and I am so pumped to recirculate some of our most downloaded episodes to you over the next several weeks. My husband and I just had our first baby boy, Reese Kyler, and I am on maternity leave but we thought there would be no better way than to keep the podcast rolling during this time off than to republish some of the episodes that you guys have loved the most. So over the next eight weeks, you are going to be shared our favorite episodes and favorites named by you, our listeners. As you dive into this, enjoy some of these incredible interviews, some of these workouts, some of these solo episodes conversations with my husband, and so much more. I know you're going to love it because you loved it the first time around. Let's go ahead and head on into this series and enjoy listening to the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. Hello, Damn Happy, Damn Healthy people. It is a great day because we have a special guest coming to the podcast, and I think you guys are going to love her. Her name is Emily Steins, and we had an amazing conversation about self-sabotage, and we both got very honest with how we've both experienced this, and then Emily provides us with some amazing tips and tricks for how we can identify this and then move forward from it. So I'm very excited to introduce Emily. She is the founder of BoopBod, which offers online courses, retreats, yoga teacher trainings, and a hype girl mentorship program. Everything she creates is tailored to provide women with the tools to empower themselves to get out of their own way and create the life they were meant to live. How amazing is that? You guys, I just can't can't make you wait any longer to dive into this episode. So I'm going to go ahead, let you dive in, make sure that you give Emily a follow on social media and reach out to this woman because she is one to be noticed. Hello, you guys. Welcome to episode number 43. I am here with Emily. I know you got a very good description of who this woman is there in the intro. I am so excited to dive into this episode and just have a conversation. The two of us were just saying we have never like actually talked face to face, just like back and forth on Instagram, like in the DMs and such. And I'm like, I feel like I know you. (laughs) You said the same thing, but here we are like talking for the first time. We've kind of just like bet each other's hype woman back and forth, and now we finally get to have a conversation. So welcome, Emily. I'm so excited to have you here. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's going to be so good. So you guys, we're just going to like get right into it. Today, we're going to talk a lot about self-sabotage. When I reached out to Emily about doing a podcast, this is a topic that she was super passionate about. So before we dive into that, though, why don't we go ahead and talk a little bit about who you are, what you do, like your background, and what like brought you to being so passionate about this self-sabotage topic? Yeah, let's do it. All right, first of all, the whole who, who are you, like who you are. 
that's like a big question, right? Especially <laughs> it's a loaded question. <laughs> loaded. And I'm like, I'm the type of storyteller that tells you like every detail that you don't need to know to get the point of the story. So buckle up. Here we go. No, we're I'll ready. Keep it, I'll keep it really short and sweet. But I guess who am I? Who am I in a nutshell? I am an eternal optimist. I'm an empath. I'm a feeler of all the feels. And I've always been super passionate about like, I can literally think back to when I was in elementary school, working at like our vacation Bible school in the summer, just feeling like I can see the, the potential in people. Like I can see the potential in people and I want to help maximize their fullest expression of themselves. Like I can see that from even being little and that's kind of been a driving force in my life. I'm also a kind of person that needs total freedom and play in my daily life. I'm an Enneagram seven. I don't know if anyone's an Enneagram fan out there, but I'm an Enneagram <laughs> seven. So when I don't have that, I feel like trapped and I feel like I get angry. So I need that in my life. That's really important. And I feel like more professionally, who am I? I'm a 500 hour a yoga teacher, registered yoga teacher. I'm a strong first kettlebell trainer. I am an in integrative nutrition. That's a mouthful. Uh, health it coach. Is. I'm a breathwork facilitator. I'm a mindset coach. So all of those things really embody what I'm passionate about. Like movement is so important to me, mental health and um, taking care of like the mental component as well as the physical, physical component is everything to me. And I really learned that along, along my own journey and how essential both are. But I, in a nutshell, I feel like what I do is I help empower women or I help, that's, that's actually not what I like to say I do. Let me back, back, back up a second. <laughs> back up. <laughs> I help women shift from self-sabotage to self-love and I help women empower themselves. It's so funny that I just said that because like, that's something like I make a point to not say, like, I don't empower you. I don't take credit for that. I can give you tools. I can help create a container and give you love and support, but like you empower yourself. So I help women empower themselves and um, kind of do all of it through mind and body work. And so I'm so passionate about, like I said, the movement on the physical component to it, which is, is so important, not only for, as I know, you know, confident and strong and helping with sleep and stress and all of that. But like the mental health component is so, so important for that as well. You're so right. Yeah. Do you want me to jump in the self-sabotage more specifically? Yeah, let's do it. And first, I just have to say, like, whoa, you are an incredible woman. <laughs> like, you have so many things that you're doing. But if you guys don't, which we're going to talk about this at the end, but, like, you'll, like, fully see everything that Emily just shared, like, translated on her social media page. Like, I'm like, okay, like, you are who you are. I love when I, when I talk to someone in, like, a conversation face-to-face, -face. Um, even if it is over Zoom. We can see each other, you guys, right now. It's not like we're just on the <laughs> phone, but it's so fun to see, like, that translate through, like, your social media. And, and some social media can be fake, and I don't get that from you at all. You're the exact same person that you're showing up as, so I'm just so excited for this conversation. But yes, we can dive into how this all ended up turning into this whole, like, self-sabotage thing and kind of like that I help statement that you shared. Yeah. First of all, thank you for that. I appreciate that. Those kind, loving words. Um, so self-sabotage is, for me, I feel like I really had to look inward and recognize my own sabotage when I hit a point in my life where I was teaching and training. I was working four different jobs. I was like just completely disconnected from my body and my brain. Like literally I was just going, going, going because I'm a yes girl. Or I was not anymore. I, I'm a yes girl. And I say yes to a lot of things. I can relate. I, 
I'm excited and passionate about a lot of things, but I ended up getting to the point where I was burnt out. I was overwhelmed. I was not making time for myself, even though I was teaching yoga and training and doing health coaching. Like I was doing all the things on paper that you would think I would be like the healthiest version of myself, but I was giving, 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 and not ever like showing up for myself in that way. And so I got to a point where I was actually hospitalized because my body just like literally shut down. And so it was that moment that I started to dive more into the mental health component of, of, of the world of life. Before that point, it was more of the physical for me and more of the movement and all of that. And so that was my wake up call of like, okay, the only reason I got to this hospital and the only reason that I, my body shut down, it's all, it's on me. Like I was the one that didn't set boundaries. I was the one that wasn't paying attention to my body signals or the fact that like I was starting to mentally, I was resenting going to work, which is so not like me because mm -hmm. I love teaching. I love doing all that stuff. But I got to a point where I just like dreaded going to work every day. And I just was oblivious and not recognizing any of those signs. So that was my wake up call was that kind of that real low of a hospital being going to the hospital. And from that point, I started to dive more into meditation, um, mindset, and like just really being fascinated by our brain and being able to retrain our brain. Um, I got really into essential oils and how they can support you. Um, just kind of all of the mindset and mindfulness components of, of life and how powerful they are. And then when I started applying those to my life um, and recognizing the impact that they had on me and how much not only were they making me feel like happier, healthier, more grounded, et cetera, but the way that they impacted me, like reaching my goals and actually taking action, I felt like it was irresponsible, irresponsible of me not to share that stuff. And so that's kind of what guided me into like starting different courses with the Thrive Guide and Vibe Up course that I offer and kind of incorporating this mental health and all of these components in addition to the movement was everything. But even more, I feel like the self-sabotage really hit me when I started Bootbot in general. When I when I had this idea of like, this is my vision. This is how I want to love and support people. Um, and I had this idea for like, it's so embarrassing to say, but like three, four, maybe even five years without taking any action. <laughs> because I was thinking like, oh, who am I to do this? There's so many people out here doing similar things or thinking about... Um, I need to be more of an expert. I need to do another certification. I need another training in order to do something. Or I have to have X completed before I can even like share a little snippet about what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. So I had all this self-sabotaging um, behavior, which I was so oblivious to most of it until I finally got to the point where I was like, okay, this is what's happening. And then how do I move forward? And so, um, and just for everyone to know, like I still deal with self-sabotage. I have some pretty awesome tools, but like we're human beings and we all deal with it. It's just a matter of being able to recognize it and have the tools to actually move past it so that it doesn't consume you and that you can retain the control versus like giving your power and control away. Yes. Oh my gosh. Like two things that really stand out to me that you said. First, very similar. We we have very different like um, businesses and things that we do online, but they're also very similar in a sense that you bring in that whole idea of like mindset and happiness. And that's something that so many people lose sight of when it comes to health and fitness. And you you say that and it sounds really dumb when you say it out, li out loud. You're like, well, why wouldn't happiness or um, being like excited to show up for your day? Why Like, why wouldn't that be incorporated into like your goals as far as your health goes? And we get so removed from that and it gets like to a point where it's all about the movement or all about the nutrition and we forget about that mindset component. So that's huge. And then 
also you just said, which now I'm drawing a blank about it. Um, you just said something, oh, your dream and how you like waited for so long to like tackle that. And I can relate to that like in my whole body. Like <laughs> I can feel that. I can 100% relate and we just like wait, wait, wait. And we're always thinking like, well, when's going to be the right time? Or what are people going to think? Or who am I to do that? Like I've had all of those thoughts and I think it's comforting to like, hear other women say that out loud because it wasn't that long ago for me two years ago that I like decided to finally jump into this world of online health and fitness but again I probably said for four or five years like oh I'm gonna do this eventually I now's just not the right time so I think that I can relate in that sense and I think a lot of women can relate and I guess my little tip to say, like, in regard to that is just like, I was guilty of waiting, but I'm telling you not to wait. (laughs) Get going. Yeah. Yeah. Take action. Just like do something. Mm -hmm. Start. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. So now let's kind of dive into like how someone can, so you've kind of talked about like your journey and I kind of touched a little bit on things that I've experienced when it comes to self-sabotage. So how can a woman discover if she's currently self-sabotaging? Like what signs can she recognize? Where can she kind of pull and realize like, oh no, like let's hit the brakes and figure out how to, how to change paths? Yes, such a wonderful question. So first, just in case it's not totally clear, like I want to summarize what self-sabotage is or what self-sabotaging behavior is. So it's either conscious or unconscious thoughts and behaviors that are inhibiting you from taking action, from moving forward. I think that's kind of what we feel like it is, but it's nice to kind of hear inward. So it's either, it can be unconscious or conscious, things that you're doing to inhibit you moving forward and taking action in any area of your life. So yeah, there's there's kind of five main signs that I like, I think are the most popular that I'll run through. It's not the most exhaustive list. There's probably others as well, but I think these are the five that Um, most of us can resonate with. So if you're listening, I would encourage you as I talk through them to just kind of think and be like, oh yeah, that's totally me. Or I don't think I do that. And just kind of take inventory of maybe where you're at currently right now. Um, But then the first one is self-criticize. So you self-criticize or your inner mean girl and your inner critic is chirping away in your brain, (laughs) is chatting with you a lot. And so that's something that I just mentioned and Chelsea just mentioned as well, feeling like the whole, I'm not good enough, or I need to be more of an expert, or I can't do this because, or I'm lazy, any sort of like basically negative self-talk and criticizing you and your ability or your worth. um, That's a huge sign that you're self-sabotaging. And I think that there's not one human being on this planet that can say that. (laughs) I was just thinking that I'm like, whoa. (laughs) Me. So <laughs> um, that's number one. Number two is um, you procrastinate or avoid doing things. And so I don't think that really needs a whole bit, lot of explanation, but it's just you avoid doing things. Oftentimes we avoid or we procrastinate doing something because either we know it's going to be hard and challenging to do it physically, or we're worried about the outcome and we're worried about maybe a, a chance of failure or letting someone down or judgment when it's over. So the procrastination or avoidance, so checking into like, are there things that you're procrastinating or avoiding? That's a sign that you are self-sabotaging. Uh, number three is you hold on to past mistakes. So someone that like, say you said something funky in an interview or you, you know, skipped a workout and it's this, this thought in your head that just ruminates and spins and spins and it's something you can't let go of. It was like a little mistake or something that you feel like is a bigger deal than really and it's 
guilt or shame that you're putting on yourself um, for something that happened in the past. So sticking in that kind of path. That's a good one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Then number four, I also think is a common one, is overindulgence and numbing out. And that could be in various forms. It could be with food, numbing out with alcohol. It could be, you know, scrolling on your phone and staying in social media for a really long time to avoid doing other things and not take action. It could be, um, you know, Netflix, chilling on your couch and watching Netflix. So that overindulgence and the the numbing out typically is to avoid feeling and to avoid experiencing what you're going through. So if you're going through a hard time, um, we are... I'll talk about in a second what our ego is doing, but like if we're kind trying to keep ourselves comfortable. And so doing these things that we think are helping us, like numbing out with food and alcohol or being on our phone, but in reality, they're just continuing to keep us stuck and keep us staying in our funk of, of whatever feeling we're, we're stuck in. So that's also a big one and maybe not one that we necessarily think of all the time. I was just going to say that. That's one I wouldn't have necessarily thought of, especially in regard to the phone. Like you always hear about it, like food and alcohol, but the phone and like Netflix, that's... I love that you brought that up because just another way to do the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then the last one is also a big one is you blame others or you play the victim. And I know none of us want to admit to playing the victim, um, but I think it's really important to be aware if and when we are in that kind of state or in this victim mentality. And so blaming someone else, so saying like, oh, I can't work out because I have kids or I can't do something, I can't start this job because I don't have this, or um, feeling like I can't, or this person has this ability or this training or these resources and I don't, so I can't. So playing the victim in that way and kind of that woe is me um, is is self-sabotaging, right? It's not not allowing you to move forward and take action because you're making excuses for why you can't move forward. Oh gosh that list. <laughs> like like you said in the beginning, y'all, we're all human. So we all experience this behavior. <laughs> That's like one thing I'm thinking, like, I can relate to every single one of them in some sense. But I guess like, this is a great transition because here I'm like fully admitting you guys, I relate to every single one of those in some instance, whether it's something I felt today or something I felt a month ago or a year ago, there's something that comes up for all of them. So when we do recognize these things, like, what do you like recommend that we do? Or what do you recommend that like that next step from discovery to like problem solving, I guess, or I don't even want to call it a problem more so just like discovery toward like changing your path. Yeah, kind of shifting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think well, first of all, I want to share because I am grateful that you shared that you've you've experienced all of those. I have too, many, many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, this this is what I want everyone to really understand that you are not alone in feeling any of those five ways. And if you if you have one of them that you've never experienced, like kudos to you, you're a rock star, <laughs> goddess, or your princess. Um, so you are not alone and you are not less than for having experienced any of those. You are, um, you don't suck and you don't lack willpower, it has nothing to do with like how often you are as a human being. So don't attach yourself to having experienced those things. Um, I want you to understand that your ego is really the reason that we feel and experience, think, act in those ways. And so your ego's job, one of its main jobs is to protect. So it protects us from getting into any state of discomfort. It protects us from pain. It protects, wants to protect us from the potential uh, chance of failure. And so anytime that we're moving into a territory that's new, like we have a new goal, we want to start that, or we have 
we're working on growing our business or we're trying, we're growing in some way and we're outside of our comfort zone, which is where growth happens, right? Which is where life happens in my opinion. Um, your ego is going to try to like pull you right back to your comfort bubble because that's where you know you're safe. That's where you know nothing bad's going to happen, right? And so know that these thoughts and these behaviors that pop off, those five pop up, those five signs that I talked through is really just your ego popping up trying to protect you. So not saying that just knowing that fixes everything and makes you not self-sabotage, but I think it's a really big, it's kind of an eye opener to understand, okay, it's my ego. It's trying to protect me. And I'll talk a little bit more in a second about how we can use that information. But the cool thing is you don't have to follow your ego. Your ego is there to protect you, but you don't have to listen to it. And you don't have to give your power to those thoughts and behaviors. Like you still get to choose. Today's episode is brought to you by the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy Fitness Membership. Thank you so much for being a listener of the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast, but know that the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy Fitness Membership is where you take this mentality and this lifestyle that you're learning about here and you extend it. Damn Happy, Damn Healthy helps women end their search for balance so they can truly find freedom, gain confidence, and get fit without giving up their social life, without giving up their family life, life and without flipping their lives upside down. If you want to make exercise and healthy eating an effortless part of your day-to-day routine, this membership can help you find this balance. Stop searching for the quick fix, girlfriend, to your lifelong battle with health so you can achieve the body of your dreams while still focusing on the things that you love most. How does Damn Happy, Damn Healthy work? Let me explain. Members get five brand new workouts every single week. The workouts are 40 minutes per workout and a set of dumbbells is the only piece of required equipment that you'll need. Along with these workouts, you get a proven system and accountability to set you up for success in finding your freedom in health, fitness, nutrition, and life. We take those things and we simplify them. And we help you truly find your happiest, healthiest, and most confident version of you and believe that that looks and feels different for every single woman. And it's better yet, girlfriend, because you're here listening to the podcast. We want to offer you your first seven days free inside Damn Happy, Damn Healthy. If you want to claim this offer, if you want to jump into this, I encourage you to go click the link in the show notes and sign up for your first seven days free. Girlfriend, it's on me because I truly do believe that you are just one decision away from being on that path to your most happy, most healthy, and most confident self. And that click is right there for you in the show notes. And that click leads you to the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy Fitness Membership. My biggest thing, and again, I'll share at the end, um, a freebie for you guys with four simple steps to take to help end self-sabotage. But in a nutshell, the three steps I have are, and these are not actually in the four-step process. They're just like... <laughs> Bonus. Bonus. <laughs> They're three A's. I don't know. I just I came up with it and it's three A's. So it's um, awareness, acceptance, and action. So awareness, it might sound obvious, but it's so important. If we are unaware of the self-sabotaging thoughts and behaviors that are coming up, how are we supposed to ever move past them, right? They will continue to control our behavior and control our thoughts and control the the state of inaction that we're in if we aren't aware that they're happening. 
So again, going back through those five, which ones are popping up for you? Which ones do you experience? Being aware of them is everything to start. And then the acceptance one. So acceptance might sound surprising. It's not accepted in a way to just keep it, let it keep letting it happen and let it continue, but accept it in a way that you can, you're observing it without judgment. And so if, for example, say you are, were, caught yourself like numbing out on your phone and you were laying on the couch on your phone for like an hour plus and you're like, okay, so awareness is like, oh my gosh, I just been on my phone and I've been on my phone for a long time knowing that I have this project here or this paper to write or something like that. So that's awareness. The acceptance component of that would be, I am accepting that this is what I'm doing. I'm understanding that I'm avoiding it and I'm trying to numb out because I know it's going to be really hard. So I'm accepting that my feelings, I'm accepting that if I am recognizing it's going to be really hard and I just don't want to do it, it's going to be hard and a lot of work and I don't know if I'm going to do it right. I don't know how it's going to turn out, right? So acceptance of that without judging. I hope that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So then the next step is, because let me clarify with that one, with acceptance, we want to be with our feelings, not become them. And so when we, when we can be with them and we understand why we're feeling a certain way, we understand why we're in that position, why we're numbing out, we can then again, keep the power as opposed to just letting it continue to spiral into a negative or even deeper self-sabotaging state. So when we can accept it, then we can take action. So sometimes all we need is just like bird's eye view of being able to identify what's going on and feel it and be like, oh, I'm totally dumbing out because I don't want to write this paper because it's going to be really hard and scary, but I'm just going to do it because now I recognize what state I'm in. That might be all you need in certain situations. Um, other times, sometimes we're in, a, in an energetic state that is just, we can't focus. We don't have the mental like ability in that moment to just like focus and get stuff done. And so another component of this action is to shift your energy state. And that's another thing I'm so passionate about sharing is, um, different ways to use your body to shift. And so my two favorite ones are breath work and movement. And so those are two ways you can do it. And movement can be working out. It absolutely would be awesome. Um, my favorite thing to do when you're feeling like you're in a low energy or low vibe or just like stuck state is to play one song that you freaking love. Play it. Yes. Don't like a crazy person. Like don't try to be cute. Don't try to look sexy. I mean, if you really want to, you can, but like, your guns do the sprinkler move like do whatever and just bounce around like a crazy person because that's literally moving this stagnant stuck energy and this like low vibe state you're literally shifting into a different energetic state so that you'll come back a little bit more like refreshed grounded and even energized one of my favorite things breath work is another one that i love for that as well so that's kind of that the action so if you realize you're in a state you accept what's going on and what you're feeling but you just need to shift out of that state take action in some way Oh my gosh, so good. Like, I I love that. And these are all bonus tips, you guys, because you're going to get four more. Um, I, I love the three-step process because I, as I was like walking through that with you, and I'll just like full-heartedly admit I have been in that situation or that scenario. And I feel like sometimes I get to, like I get the awareness and then I, what was the second one? How did you acceptance recognize acceptance so I'll get to acceptance and it will be like I feel like in the acceptance phase I'm more like judging myself than however you said it like being with your feelings instead of like 
letting them becoming your feelings. I love that. Um, being with your feelings, I feel like I become my feelings. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, fine. I'm like, oh, I've been on my phone for X number of minutes and here I am avoiding this task and so on and so forth. And then I feel like I let that overcome me and I feel guilty for it instead of just like, bouncing out of it and I love that tip of like turning on a song or just like doing something to like get you out of that state of energy because I feel like sometimes even as of late or as of recently there has been situations where I'll like experience something like this and then I never get to said task that day simply because I'm not in that I just like mentally can't handle it. I'm like, I can't do this today. <laughs> Rather than trying to switch it, I just like push it off. Yeah, no, so true. I mean, again, I've been there as well. And I think the idea of, okay, I recognize where I'm at. I notice what I'm feeling and then continue to, to feel the guilt or shame for it. Like, I mean, it's obvious to all of us, I think that that's only continuing this negative spiral. So trying to, I always say, like, just be curious. Like I, I literally try to live when I'm, especially when I'm in like a funky state, I literally try to live like outside of my body, <laughs> as weird as that sounds. <laughs> like it doesn't myself, sound like, weird. Scared, flying above myself in the room, just looking at me and being curious. Like think of it as like what you're trying to learn and understand as opposed to judge and shame. And so I just think like, huh, that's weird. I'm feeling super um, lethargic right now, or I'm feeling really like not focused, My or I'm feeling super scattered and all over the place, like just being aware and curious about like, oh, that's interesting. I wonder why that is. Okay, what can I do? As opposed to like, God, I suck. I'm not focused. I can't do anything, right? Instead mm-hmm. of continuing those, those self-criticism statements, just being curious about it. And then obviously that we just talked through like, what can you do to shift your state? Oh, yes. <laughs> I love that whole cure, like <laughs> sitting above yourself. I am going to, I'm going to use that. I'm definitely going to use that. You remind me so much of, um, I'm not sure if you've ever heard me share her. She's actually been on the podcast. You guys, my friend, Michaela, um, her name's Michaela oh, yeah. McNatt and she says very similar things. So I'm just like, that's something Michaela would say. <laughs> like, you guys would love each other. Um, <laughs> very similar. Um, and great reminders though. One thing that she always says that you said earlier today, what was it um I'll think of it but it was something to do with just like I think like shooting on yourself like you shouldn't just yeah that thing so you said something similar to that and I'm like that's so Michaela like she would say that exact same thing but it's so powerful to think think that way and think like not don't become your feelings just like observe them and recognize that we're human so What's like really cool for me and just kind of like as I'm like observing our conversation and working through this and thinking about like all of my because of course this is making me think about all my self-sabotaging behaviors is just the fact that I was thinking back to when which when I should ask before I say this when did you start your business like Boopbod? Hello, my love, taking a quick mid-episode break to pop in and say thank you for being a loyal listener of the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. I am so excited to pop in here and say thank you and extend an offer of a seven-day free trial inside the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy fitness membership just for you, my amazing, epic, loyal, and wonderful podcast listener. If you are looking to take the things that you are learning here inside this podcast and turn them into a real-life mentality and to experience this firsthand, then this free trial is for you. 
you are going to get seven no strings attached days inside the damn happy damn healthy fitness membership that's five free workouts that's a community of epic women just lifting you up and supporting you to reach your goals nutrition support mini trainings and so much more go ahead Scroll on down, click the link in the show notes to grab this limited time offer. I hope that you take advantage of it and I hope to see you soon inside the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy Fitness membership. It was started in, well, I mean, I started my Instagram in like 2015, but my first program and like anything official in terms of like what I would consider like an actual business was in 20, the very beginning of 2018. 18. Okay, that that's so interesting because I've been following you since before I started my business. So like I would look at people like you, like specifically your profile and be like there is no way that I can do what they're doing cuz you had a partner at the time, that's correct? Fun. Yes. Um yeah, and I always I like was thinking back to that and I'm like, wow, and here I am like having a conversation with her and that just goes to show you guys for anybody listening that I like looked back on that moment and in that moment like I was sitting with my feelings like I was letting my feelings become who I was instead of just like stepping out of it and moving beyond self-sabotaging behavior and now here I am you guys I started my business in fall of 2018 so not far after you had done it but you were on you were present on Instagram before then and then here I am two years later and talking to you on a podcast. It's just so, so crazy. I don't know. It's making me smile a lot. I I love it. That's so cool. And that's like always a weird moment for me to think like you looked at me and you're like, I can't do that. That's crazy. Or someone else told me that like I was really intimidating to reach out to. And that like makes me so like, what? I am like, well, you're just, you just started, you know, that she listed up all these things. I'm like, okay, but I'm still a human being. Like I still go through all the same things you go through too. So like, don't stop putting me on a pedestal. We're all human beings. So I think that's a good reminder for everyone. Like, especially mm-hmm. with Maya on Instagram one, it's, we don't have, we only have a snippet of their life, right? In those, yep. but also like they're human beings and that they struggle too. And I think that, um, I'm grateful for you, Charles, for having me come on to share a little bit more about even like my little struggles and things I've learned because I, I certainly don't have it all figured out. Like nobody does really. I fully believe that no one knows what they're doing and they just try. They just take, <laughs> take action even though they're scared and other people don't because they're scared. Um, but I think that being able to just like go for it and just try and to show up, um, whether it's like just unapologetically yourself, right? So whether you are gonna mess up or not, like that is me. Like I still cringe when I push posts on a lot of things and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so annoying. Or like that, I said that so weirdly <laughs> or, oh my God, I, like, you know, we just pick yourself yes. apart, but now I do it from a place of like love and, and fun and be like, whatever, here we go, push posts. We'll see what people yep. think. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just, I, it's, it's cool. And I'm so proud of you for getting out of your own way, right? And doing all the mm-hmm. things you've done. Um, it's also like hard for me to like see that because I'm like, I don't, I don't ever want to make someone feel that way. So the more that I, I feel like I haven't figured it out, but I'm just like, just on the other side of the fence being like, come on over here. I totally. <laughs> I love that whole idea of just like doing it out of like doing it because you're scared and do, scared and doing it anyway, or scared and not doing it at all. Because I love how you said like, now you're, I, I agree. I'm kind of like just over the hump. It's like, okay, like now I'm like, yeah. come on over. <laughs> like you just said, I say it's yeah. so many people, but I'm not that far like removed from not doing what I dreamed of. And 
I have very much lately shifted into this whole idea of posting on social media out of like more fun rather than doing it because I feel like I have to or posting because this is what I think they need want to hear this is what they need to hear it's like instead so like one thought I had today is like I'm like wow my story is really flipping long right now <laughs> and like old Chelsea would have been like oh I better not post like they're probably sick of seeing my face they don't want to see any of this and I'm like now I'm just like whatever like I want to say this so I'm gonna say it I'm having fun like hopefully they're having fun listening too <laughs> so yes. it's very much a like a shift <laughs> a total shift I think that's one of the big things for me too in terms of like having a business and having and show not having to show up but like you know, wanting to be consistent. Totally. Mm -hmm. Like anytime something I start to get worried about, like, oh, is this post going to work? Or is this story going to make sense? Are they going to think that, you know, is, is this going to resonate with them? Right. Instead of that is worrying about me, right. That's coming back to me being mm -hmm. judged or me feeling less than, or me, you know, feeling like a failure in some way, cause I didn't show up, but shifting that to just serving, like, how can I serve? What can I give to my people? that is going to help them. And even if it helps one person, that's enough. So like shifting from, you know, making it about you to making it about your people. Cause that's really why we do what we do, you know, is like to love on yes. people and to give them tools and support. So I love that. That's great. Mm -hmm. It's awesome that you said the one person thing. Cause as you were, I was thinking that exact same thing. And I always reflect back on, uh, many of you have probably, she's been on the podcast and you've heard me talk about her. Her name's Megan and she's my business coach. And she, had said to me a long while back when I was like first diving into this world of online business and she had said that whole idea of showing up based out of fear when really in reality you're only showing up for one person and if you don't show up for that person who like really needs to like energetically align with you or connect with you and hear what you have to say you're doing her a disservice if you let your own personal feelings like keep you from sharing what you have to share so like don't do that one person a disservice because she really needs to hear this today. And that like, I always reflect back to that because full transparency, you guys, when you have an online business, no, it is not always fun to show up on social media, nor do you always feel like doing it. But that for me is like a really good reminder of like, okay, even when it's not necessarily the most convenient for me, I have to understand that, well, maybe this is a convenient time for her to hear this. Yeah, so. it's, that's such a powerful reminder. And same thing with like, you know, in terms of getting feedback in any form on social media, whether it's people replying to or commenting on your post or liking your post or commenting to your story polls and all that. Like, again, none of that matters. Like that number doesn't matter. And there's so many people that are seeing it and being affected by it, whether or not they're actually engaging. And I think that's mm -hmm. a reminder is that not everyone's like an active, an active engager. I know we have silent, silent admirers yeah. for sure. <laughs> that still need to hear from us, you know? Yes, I, I completely agree. So as we kind of like wrap this up, tell me a little bit more about like, Okay, so we just, we talked about next steps. What is like your piece of advice for that woman who like is recognizing these self-sabotaging behaviors? She's going through like this whole, uh, the three A's that you talked about and she's just really stuck in fear. Like what, what, what do you say to her? How do you like motivate her to like, I know we've been talking about it a lot, but do you have like a piece of advice to like really help her move from being like, consumed by fear around all of this or like we said many times shifting out of it yeah um i think 
for fear, again, you're not alone. We all experience that. I think the if sometimes identifying where the fear is coming from, is it fear of failure? Is it fear of judgment? Is it fear of rejection? You know, where it's coming from can be helpful. Um, I also want to really stress again, the whole, like be with your feelings, but don't let them, don't become them because it's even like with anxiety, any of that stuff, we can, we can identify with that and it starts to become who we are. And then it just, then we're living in a world where like everything is, is, um, is, uh, mirroring that same feeling of fear and our brain is intelligent and it starts to see the world in the way that we are internalizing it. So if we're feeling this fear or we're feeling anxious about things or, and we're not taking action, our world is going to continue to reflect or find reasons to prove that stuff true, to make us, you know, to validate our feelings of fear or anxiety. Um, so I think witnessing it again, kind of stepping back and witnessing like, okay, I'm really fearful. Like what's making me fear scared? I think journaling is, a such a powerful practice um there's different prompts um you can use but really just word about it journaling whatever's coming up and just writing 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 i think so often we make situations scarier in our brains than they really are and so when we can write out what's going on in our brain we can not only get it out of our brain and like clarify it a little bit more and actually understand it more than we could if we we're just kind of letting it ruminate um but sometimes we're like oh it's not that bad you know like I, I do that all the time with my like, checklist. Like I have, mm -hmm. oh my God, I have so many things to do. And then I sit down and make my list. I'm like, ah, I got this. I'm like, do it all for noon. Like it's not as, ah, you know? Yeah. Stepping back and journaling <laughs> about it to get some clarity, I think is really important. Also, this is kind of maybe a little bit, um, I don't know how supportive it is, but I think that the acronym of fear, I think can be supportive is false evidence appearing real. So sometimes <laughs> we're scared of things that aren't even like really something that are real things. Mm -hmm. So is this a real threat? Is it actually a threat? Is this even possible? Sometimes we're fearful of situations that are like so unlikely and most likely won't happen. And there's a lot of other evidence to prove that it won't happen. Mm -hmm. So if we're scared of rejection, we're scared we're not good enough for a failure. What are all the reasons that you are going to succeed? What are all the things that you do know and you can do well? And just kind of shifting perspective that way as well. Um, I think can be really helpful. Yeah. One question I ask myself is, and this sounds terrible, but it really does help. <laughs> like, it's like, what's the worst that could happen? Like worst case scenario. And I know it's not yeah. fun to like play worst case scenario in your head, but in my mind, like 99.9% .9 of the time, the worst case scenario really isn't that terrible. Like, it's like, okay, I don't, I like don't take the risk to like jump out and do this business venture. Well, worst case scenario, I'm back to square one right here where I'm at right now. Like, I always try and remind myself that. And of course, I wouldn't ask myself that in every single situation, but ones where I think fear is something that like is being made up in your mind. It's like that whole idea of it, worst case scenario is the worst case scenario really that bad like and telling yourself like are my am I safe is my family safe am do I have a roof over my head like all of those things like things that we kind of lose gratitude for and should be grateful for every single day yeah I love that I think too the one of the biggest ones is fear of failure right and so for that one specifically is like, I hate to break it to you, but like failure is inevitable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you fail all the time. I don't like to consider it failure. I consider it feedback, right? You're learning all the time. And oftentimes we need those steps to get us to where we actually are intended to go. Sometimes mm -hmm. we can't really see where we're going. We think we know what our goal is. We think we know what the next step is. 
Um, and all we can do is take that next step, but the, the failures or that feedback in those lessons we learn are just part of the process. So the, the second, if that's a big one for you, which I know it is for a lot of people, like just befriend that and expect it as hard as that might be to swallow, like expect it. Like you aren't mm -hmm. perfect. Nobody's perfect. And that, you know, you're going to learn along the way and you're going to be better for it. And it might guide you in a direction that you even better than you ever like imagined or pictured for yourself. That, you're so right. <laughs> um, as we, I, again, like I, I could keep asking you questions. <laughs> like I have all this <laughs> stuff, but we won't hold you guys too long. But one thing I do want to get before we wrap this up and I ask my like usual final question, why don't we talk quick about like your tools that you have for people and tell like, tell our listeners where they can find you. And then also you guys, anything that she says today, we'll make sure we tag it in the show notes. So we'll put like her Instagram and her freebie link and all of that stuff down below. But tell us a little bit about that stuff. Sure. So um, actually, first of all, for all of you guys listening and even you, Chels, I want you to put your hands over your heart for a second. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath in through your nose. Open your mouth and let it out. And either to yourself or aloud, repeat, I am worthy. I am supported. I am enough. Take another deep breath in, really trying to embody all of those statements. I am worthy. I am supported. I am enough. And as you exhale, seal it in. You open your eyes again. Thank you, you for that. Really, yeah, I just want you guys to remember that, like, you really are supported. You are enough. You're worthy. You're innately worthy. It doesn't matter what you do, how your day is going, what successes or failures you have. Like, it does not change your worth. It does not change your value. You are innately, like, just worthy just because you're alive and you were born. Um, so just remembering that as you move forward. But, yeah, the you can find um, – I have that four-step. It's the four-step process to end self-sabotage freebie. And that, like Chelsea said, she'll, she'll link it here, but it's also linked in my profile on Instagram. That's kind of where I'm mostly, most active is over on Instagram at bootbod, so B-O-O-P-B-O-D. Um, and then over there, I mean, in terms of posts and stories, sharing different tips, again, both the movement and the mindset components, um, different breathwork things as well. Um, but there's also, I have various courses. We have a mindful reset course. If you're new to kind of meditation or journaling or affirmations and that kind of world, that's a really awesome place to start as well. Um, and then other various courses, um, the Thrive Guide is, incorporates, you know, working out, journaling, meditation, essential oil use, kind of all of it. So everything I do really is like all encompassing. Um, but I think a good place to start was, is with the, probably that four-step process to end self-sabotage freebie. Yay. Thank you so much for that. You guys check it out. She is so fun to follow on Instagram. I love, I love following you. You have like your handful of people that you're always checking out. You are one of those for me. <laughs> like I had a, I had a chat with someone the other day. He's like, we might like follow X number of people on Instagram, but we really only follow like 10. <laughs> it's like, you're, you're one of my, my 10, I would say. So I love, love, love following along. So now, I always ask podcast guests this question. It's just a fun way to like get to know you a little bit more on a personal level. If you could describe your most like damn happy, damn healthy day, start to finish, what would that look like for you? 
is this with with uh, social distancing in place or no? Not? Let's go without. <laughs> I have freedom. I have freedom to choose. Okay, freedom to choose. Um, I love this question. I think I wouldn't change my morning routine. I really like have honed in my morning routine, which is so chill. First hour, I don't look at my phone. It's just me time. So I get up. I probably get up with my husband, assuming he's not working that that fabulous day, and go for a walk outside with our dog. Work out, meditate, do a little breath work journal. I like to do my daily gratitude. I like to do future gratitude statements, a little bit of journaling, and then um, head to the mountains. I live in Denver, for those that don't know, but head to the mountains and go for like a full day hike would be amazing. I just love being outside and like literally the mountains basically feed my soul. Um, I also feel like it's, it fuels my creativity, which I feel like I'm always in creative mode and creation mode, which I love, but it's a beautiful thing for that. And then I think I'd come back and have a huge cookout with all my people. And that's, you know, whoever, everyone, friends, family, a boot butt squad, whoever. I love it. Well, all my people and just like being able to connect with everybody and see people, especially like live since moving away from the Midwest to, to Colorado. Mm-hmm. It's, I love it here, but it's one of those things that you miss your people. We were just back mm-hmm. home for a little bit and it's been everything to just like physically be in each other's presence and yes. chat. Mm-hmm. So just like chilling with everybody, maybe have a bonfire, cook out, and then yeah, hang out by the bonfire before going to bed. I don't know. No, that sounds amazing. <laughs> sounds like an incredible day. I do have to ask, what what town are you originally from in Iowa? We have a lot of like Midwest listeners. So I originally, I grew up in um, the suburbs of Chicago, but then I went to the University okay. of Iowa and lived in Iowa City for, I mean, a long time. For ten, I think it was almost Love it. I was there. So Iowa City. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I, um, I live in Cedar Falls, but I have a Hawkeye family and my sister lives. Yeah. (laughs) My sister lives in Iowa city right now with her husband. So yeah, small world. Yeah. Um, I love this. Thank you so much, Emily, for everything that you offered us today. You guys, so many takeaways in here. I think the biggest takeaway for me is just that like three-step process and getting to step three, (laughs) like going beyond step two and not letting like my, my feelings overcome me. So I'm definitely taking that away. I hope you guys have some takeaways as well too. All the things we talked about that Emily shared, we will make sure to tag here in the show notes. So check that out there and make sure you tag us in your takeaways on Instagram. I'll see you guys next time. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. Share some love for today's episode with a rate, review, and subscribe. And don't forget, take a screenshot of this episode for your Instagram. Tag me at Chelsea Caller and tell me your fave takeaway. I'll be talking to you again real soon, girlfriend. But until then, be damn happy and damn healthy.